With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, we're teaching you how to do some of this paperwork stuff. Um, but on this call before, in, in some of the other um, uh, series, and it was probably eight or nine or something like that, I expressed to people the importance of you you can do this paperwork if you feel this paperwork protects you, okay? But if you truly want to get out of the out of the matrix, you don't have to do any of this paperwork. You know, when they tried arresting me for impersonating a federal judge, I hadn't done any of this paperwork, okay? Um, I have been pulled over six times, and they've tried to give me tickets. Hadn't done any of this paperwork. And I haven't gotten any tickets, and I haven't ended up in jail, except for, you know, the time where they put me in jail for about 20 minutes trying to accuse me of, of um, impersonating a federal judge. And even then, with no fear at all, I said, you had best verify those documents, my credentials sitting on the table there, because you're wrong. And I wasn't angry about it. I said, you, you best verify those. 20 minutes later, they come back. Oh, we're so sorry, Judge Doucette. We, 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 we didn't, we weren't arresting you. We were just detaining you while we, we, we checked. And, uh, you know, this guy is falling all over himself. And this is the deputy sheriff. And, and then he's also begging me not to take actions against him. Now, why is he doing that? He obviously took those, that paperwork to a judge that knew what it was. And not only did that judge tell him he's a real judge, he informed him that the statutes and codes that he thought he were, was protected against anybody suing him, they didn't apply to me because my paperwork said, my, um, my oath of office says I'm not a citizen and I am standing on the land. And that's where yeah. I get my authority from is knowing that, not that it's written anywhere. When, when these right. cops come and they pull me over, I give them a driver's license. Um, I've given them a driver's license and I have not, but I still know who I am. And it's because with or without that driver's license, I know who I am and I'm not going to let them push me around. But I do it politely and I do it calmly and I educate them. And that's why I've never gotten a ticket. And with that, I'll yield, Julie. I'm just trying to explain to people that, yeah. yeah, the paperwork stuff is good, but if you don't know who you are, people, the paperwork is not going to do you any good. And knowing who you I, are, I knowing who you are, you get that from your Heavenly Father. You really do. Yes. If you don't understand so, that, get in the Bible and figure it out because it's there. I yield. Well, to... So what you're what you're saying is, look, I don't go and file things on on the land. I never heard of that until I met Bruce, and you know, I said, oh my God, I gotta. And I was thinking, why? 
what's up with that? Like, it doesn't matter who I'm standing in front of. I don't have to tell you I'm standing on the land. Damn it, I'm standing on the land. You know that damn well. I, no piece of paper is going to verify that I am on the land. And by the way, there's land everywhere because under the ocean is land. Hello? I'm on the land because I'm on the land and because you've got two eyes and you can see that. Um, I'm not going to stand here in front of a judge and argue whether I'm a living, breathing man or not. Okay? I'm going to tell you, look, do you deny that I'm living and breathing here in front of you? How far have you gone, sir? How far? Okay? Let me, I had uh, this guy was, I was helping, uh, and he was timid, but boy, he loved to make phone calls. He still does. Oh, God, he loves to make phone calls. So if I need a phone call made, I'm like, hey, why don't you call such and such and find out what he's lost. Okay? So, but here's the thing. I don't do anything on the phone. I mean, I teach. Okay? But I'm not, I'm not calling these people over the phone. I'm nobody to them. Right? They deal with paper. I mean, if they're going to send me a piece of paper, give me a presentment, I'm going to give them a piece of paper. Okay? If they send me a piece of bubble gum, I'm going to send them a piece of bubble gum, equal substance. I'm going to deal with paper with paper. Okay? I'm going to deal with breath with breath, gun with a gun. Whatever it is that you're coming at me with, I'm going to come back over the top of you. It's, it's that simple. Okay? And the one with the last word wins, and you issue a default. Now, I've, I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, have you seen this default or whatever? Like, have you ever seen a default? I got that today. Um, I write them. I don't care what anybody else's looks like. I tell them you're in default and dishonor. You're deceased and desist immediately. <laughs> it's simple. I sent this guy in there. He's having trouble with his property taxes. I said, all right, well, um, no, I told him to, to write this letter. He said, no, nah, no, I'm going to go in. I said, all right, okay, you take this piece of paper with you and tell them to sign it. And he's like, oh, my God, what if they do? I'm like, there's nobody who can sign it. They're not real. Say these are actors. Go in there and just say, look, I, here's my checkbook. Just need you to sign this piece of paper, wearing that I owe it. Put your name on there and sign it. Now I'm going to pay the whole thing. Oh, we can't sign that. This guy was scared to death. What, 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 just, okay, I understand you're saying that they can't, but what if they do? No, can they can't. Who's going to sign it? When they sign it, you're going to make the check out to that person. Okay, you'd be like, so your name is Tom Jones? All right, Tom Jones, where do you bank at? I'm going to take this check. I'm going to go deposit it into your account. Where do you bank that? No, you can't make that payment to me. Well, you're the one saying I owe it. Who's going to verify this debt, this, this alleged tax? Who is qualified to even tell me I'm a taxpayer? Did, who, who here in this office made the decision, has the authority, has the education, has been, has been to the IRS school, knows how to determine that I'm a taxpayer, where's the letter of determination that says I am a taxpayer and sign it and I'm going to pay. They told it nobody here because he said, go get your supervisor then. 
No, the supervisor's not going to sign that either. He's like, why? We just can't. We don't know. We just, we're not allowed to. They don't even know why they've been told they can't sign it. But they can't sign it because they can't sign it. Who's, who's going who's gonna to take that liability? They're not. You don't owe them. Only the man you owe can, can verify that you owe it. So there's nobody who can sign it or that can say that you're a taxpayer. Let's say, let's say you go into work tomorrow. You already have the job, right? It's crazy how many people won't do this, okay? Won't go in there and just say, hey, uh, I've had some changes and I need a new uh, W-4 form to fill out. Or print it out off the Internet and take it in there. Already filled out. Hey, I need to turn in my new W-4 form. I've had some changes. What that human resource or, or uh, lady or the uh, secretary, the, the accounts payable department say, uh, whoa, wait a minute, this says you're not a taxpayer. You're like, I know, it's great. They say, well, you're, you, you, you can't say you're not a taxpayer. Why? Do you know something I don't know? What do you know? Tell me what you know. I don't want to screw anything up. Am I a taxpayer? Well, of course you're a taxpayer. What do you mean, of course I'm a taxpayer? Where do you get this information? Shit, I just spent the last four weeks reading uh, the uh, Internal Revenue Code on what, what a taxpayer is and what it isn't. What do you know that I don't know? What's not in there? Please, save me. What do you know? Did you, do you work for the IRS? Hey, you want to save your boss a bunch of money? Go educate him and tell him, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're in violation of everybody's employment contract. All they have to do is let everybody change their WS4 forms. There's a whole lot of money left over in the till at the end of the year. Divide it up between all your employees for Christmas bonuses. And guess what? You don't have anything to pay tax on. Ta-da! I just saved you a bunch of money, and I just saved myself. $12,000. Um, if I may, Julie, you know what? I, I'm sorry. May I? Go ahead. Thank you. You know, I've actually done exactly that, um, what you just described with my employer, and it's a, it's a big national company, only for them to come back and tell me that the IRS told them they cannot accept that from me and that not only can they not accept it from me, that I can no longer be exempt, and that I am at um, zero deductions, and that's how it has to remain. Hey, that's, did, did you get that in writing? Uh, no, I did not. No, I did not. Oh, did you believe that? You know what? I keep going back and forth with the Human Resources Department, and... Um, I, I, I keep getting the runaround with it, but I, I keep saying I want well, to deal directly, deal directly. Sure. Okay. Deal, deal directly with the IRS. Okay. I don't mean to be rude, but, um, Hey, uh, you don't have to show me whatever secret piece of paper they, they gave you. Okay. Just give me the name of who signed that piece of paper. Okay. 
And then you call it son of a bitch up. You say, what the hell are you doing? What do you know about me? I've never met you. 365 days in a year, you've not spent one day with me. What in the hell makes you think that you can determine that I'm a taxpayer or a non-taxpayer? The Internal Revenue Code is based on two groups of people, sir, taxpayers and non-taxpayers. I read your stinking code. I am a non-taxpayer. If you take out one more, you send one more letter to my employer, I'm going to have your ass, okay, because I have your name. I'm going to guess that you're about 46 years old, and guess what? I'm going to find out who you are with one phone call. One phone call, you can find out who that person is, okay? And then Mm -hmm. you go after that one. It's very simple. Everybody's scared of liability. Everybody's scared of liability. Deal with them from that end. Thank you. You bet. And hey, by the way, you guys don't believe me? Uh, go watch. There's, there's, uh, there's plenty of videos out there made by people who used to work for the IRS. Let them tell you what it felt like to get a call like that. This, I'll tell you this. This uh, somebody from the IRS wrote me this. Uh, Real scary letter, you know. You better stop this, you know. We're gonna, we'll, we'll have you prosecuted in criminal charges. Uh, didn't sign her name. Well, maybe she did. I'll have to, I'll have to look. Uh, anyway, her name's typed on there in, in like a cursive font or something. Christina. I remember her name is Christina. Sit down. I opened up that letter. I'm like. Who in the hell does she think she is? So I sat down and I wrote her a letter. And I sent her a bill. I said, oh, I'm sorry, but you probably should have checked with me first because I charge $100 per page that I read. I charge $100 per page that I write to respond because you had to go and send me a piece of paper and now I'm obligated to send you a piece of paper for equal substance, okay? But my time is not free and you were getting paid when you wrote that letter to me. Now, I'm going to get paid. If you write me another letter, you're going to pay me, okay? And by the way, those last four pages were like some sort of a brochure thing and the print was so small. Like I had to go get, I had to go get stronger reading glasses out of the drawer. Uh, had to go dig and find those. Had to read this crap. And then one back to the letter, he told me to go read uh, uh, some law or something. And and crap, I had to go and research the law. I got to charge you for that. So I charged her for reading that law. I just give it right back to her. I'm like, hey, um, I even told her, I said, hey, thanks for the letter. You know, uh, gosh, nobody bothers to sit down and write letters anymore. I very seldom get a letter in the mail. Well, almost never. I was very pleased to have a letter in the mailbox. But my excitement quickly turned to fear when I realized that you were threatening uh, uh, government action against me, negative government action against me, which is, which is a violation of the Texas uh, penal code. You can't do that. 
I didn't stamp it, put it in the mail. I never heard from her again. She doesn't dare. She doesn't know this, but I can pick up the phone and I can find out who she is. I can send her a bill to her house uh, by Tuesday. I send her a big bill. And then I'll tell the IRS she didn't pay her bill. They take it right out of her check. By the, by the way, where's the law that says I'm a taxpayer? It's, that's just like some nonsense in saying, well, ooh, we're going to press charges against you for making noise. Oh, yeah? How are you going to do that without making noise? <laughs> and by the way, where's the law that says that the person, Julie Embry, can't make noise? Or the contract where where the administrator of the name Julie Embry said that neither Julie Embry would make noise nor her lawful administrator. What in the hell are you people talking about here? The only time that that case scared me is when I had when they were telling me I had to go back in front of that crazy, crazy woman who had me kidnapped. But guess what? At the end, in a couple of months, she's going to owe the IRS a bunch of money, and she's not going to see it coming because I'm going to tell the IRS that she did not pay her bill. And as a Christian, I forgive her for the first million that I billed her for. So I just want you to know because I happen to know that she's a taxpayer. <laughs> I have her. I have her name, her date of birth. I have her social security number. I know every piece of property she has ever bought and sold. I can give you the tags on her three tra- uh, horse trailers. I can I can tell you uh, how many horses she has. I can tell you what she drives to work every day. How did I do that? One report, criminal background check, and you'll know everything you need to know. I'm not talking about those little silly things that you can buy on the Internet. Get you, you guys get y'all some connections. Find you a criminal investigator. Well, and now she's going to have a, a million-dollar tax liability. Yes. That is not going to yes. make her have a good day. Well, she's not going to see it coming. I'll do it to her again next year. They're like, oh, man, dang it. Now, I, I tell people in, in, in you know, my, my bills uh, and my order forms have improved. You know, every time I've sent one out, I've, uh, I, I'm really happy with the one I have now, uh, the one I used to build that federal judge in Oregon. Uh, uh, so I probably won't tinker with it much more. Um, but I always put a forgiveness clause in there, and I always and, and I tell them, look, if you want to pay this with your public hazard bond, uh, that's fine. Just provide the information within X number of days, and we can do it that way and just move forward. Uh, if you don't, uh, then I'm going to have to 1099 C you, and I've attached 1099 C uh, to. Uh, it's enclosed here as an attachment for, for your convenience, okay? So you'll 
have full knowledge and understanding of of, of what's going to happen, you know. And I tell them, too, I even offer them a discount. Hey, this is paid within X number of, of days. And you can take this much off. We got uh, hold on, Julie. We got background noise going on there, people. Um, if you're um, not speaking, and Julie is the only one speaking right now, please mute out. Thank you. But I'll tell you something. If you guys aren't having fun with these people, you're doing something wrong. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's fun to me. Uh, Bruce, you, did, did you say, I don't think you had a chance to read your your email. Uh, no, I haven't. Why? What, what, okay. what kind of fun are you having now? Let me, here, let me go get this letter. You guys will kind of get a feel for, for my letters. This is, I, I'm going to, Bruce, you talk for a minute because my husband is probably in bed. I'm going to go in the house. So okay. I'm not going to talk. I'll get this letter. Bye. Okay. So, um, you know, while we're waiting on Julie, I really want people to realize that, you know, the, the first and most important way to exit the matrix is to know who you are. And, and to know who you are, you have to do research. You have to understand what all of this is and that you have to know it. And, and the Bible tells us that my people, you know, perish for lack of knowledge. So if you're not willing to take and do your own research and and read these laws and stuff like that, then you're never truly going to know, know who you are. And you're never truly going to be able to exit this matrix. So, you know, I encourage everyone, um, you know, get out there and, and look these things up that we're telling you. Don't believe what we say. Go prove it to yourself. Because I can tell you my truth, but I can't tell you your truth. It only becomes truth to you when you go research it and you understand it for yourself. Like, you know, years ago, I, I told people um, right on Facebook, and this is like three or four years ago, big post and says, wake up, people. You don't live on a globe. You don't live on a globe. And everybody looks at me or, you know, makes all kinds of comments like I'm I'm off my rockers and all of that stuff. And you know what, people? It's been proved now. You don't live on a globe. And if you still think that you live on a globe, you really need to go do some research. Um, <laughs> because that research is what will set you free. It will show you the truth. But you got to go do it for yourself. Are you back now, Julie? I am. I, I just scared the hell out of all the callers. I just scared the hell out of all the callers. So, well, you know what? People are afraid to look into the question of: Is the Earth round? Is it flat? Is it is it shaped like this or like that? Because they don't want to be taken for a fool. Well, what happens is you just remain a fool <laughs> because you just believe in things. The thing is, the thing that keeps you from doing it is you don't want to look like a fool, but you'd rather be a fool for not knowing because you didn't want to look like one and research it and start asking questions. It's silly. If you're gonna it's believe really you live it. on a if you're gonna believe you live on a globe, you might as well believe in those unicorns that Julie was talking about earlier. Yeah. 
Okay, here's this here's this here's this letter that's going out in the mail tomorrow to this judge. Now, I will confess, I could have gone on because I do enjoy writing my letters um, uh, and being effective. I needed to lay some groundwork with this guy because uh, I didn't want to show all my cards when I'm standing there in front of him. Get back, back up, back up. Uh, so anyway, this is the letter that's going to the judge. Now, when I get to the part where I say multiple other registered names, know this. I've registered this this name that this judge does business as. His, his name is Mark J. Hawker. Okay? I am the lawful administrator and the recorded administrator of the name Mark J. Hawker. Let that soak in for a minute. All right. It says Mark. Thank you. Well, let me tell you this. He took five seconds with everybody else, and he spent uh, close to 20 minutes with me because I told him, hold on, na 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 na. First thing I told him was, don't you talk to me that fast, please. And I just laughed. Um, I took 20 minutes of his time. I said, hold on before you get started. I have some administrative questions. And I got to tell you, I think he was kind of pleased. He was like, oh, okay. I guarantee you he's never had anybody do that to him. And he had to answer a lot of questions from me that day. But, okay, the letter says, Mark, thank you for giving me extra time with you on September 20th, 2016. After conversing with you and reviewing the conversation, I was reminded that you confessed that you had not seen my motion for the Bill of Particulars. This presents a major problem for your understanding of this particular case. Therefore, it occurred to me that you were operating under presumptions in error This correspondence is to serve as correction of those errors. First, to be clear and to prevent you or the court from making false presumptions. I am neither Julie Embry, they've misspelled it, so it's a different spelling, nor Julie Embry. I am the registered name holder of the name Julie K. Embry, as well as multiple other registered names. I'm the usury of the name and the asset manager of all assets registered and unregistered to Julie K. Embry. I am doing business as Julie K. Embry. Julie K. Embry is a business entity that is registered with the ID number such and such and recorded as such with the state of Texas as instrument number such and such. This information was provided to the court's clerk and filed on August 24, 2016. I feel the need to bring your attention to this fact immediately for you to take notice of to avoid being in error. See, I want to come across as if I'm helping him, okay? I don't want the court to be in error. We need to make sure everything is all right and everything's You're helping him dig his own grave. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, As I emphasized to you twice, but I'm also pressing the record. This is something that I teach people to do. You've got to press the record, okay? Same thing as pressing record, but it's pressing the record, okay? So this letter is not only going to go to the judge, but it will be filed into the case, into the public record, regardless that it's a private court, okay? As I emphasized to you twice on September 20th, 2016, quote, the, and that's underlined, the date of birth, end quote, associated with the registered name, quote, is 20, is 121069, end quote. 
For the record, I was born into my mother approximately February 28, 1969, and delivered from the womb approximately November 27, 1969, according to the Julian calendar, which is the calendar of the living. Now, I'm going to stop there for a second. Um, Explain that, Julie, to people. Born means drilled in. Drilled in. That's what born means. Okay? So I was born into my mother approximately February 28th of 1969 and delivered from the womb approximately November 27th. Now, the, now the date of birth, the DOB for, for the name is 121069. Okay? That guy that was asking, well, how do you separate yourself from the two? How do you, how do you get that distance? Well, there's just one example for you. Okay? So I'm, I'm going to finish reading this out, backing up and explaining things to you because I don't want to break the stride of the letter. Um, second, to be clear and to prevent you or the court from making false presumptions, I am not a volunteer to suffer as surety for the name Julie Embry or any other derivation of that name. i got to stop. You see how I incorporated your stuff, Bruce? Oh, he's muted. I have not been contracted, officially appointed, or commissioned as surety for the name Julie Embry or any other derivation of that name. Should you have evidence to the contrary, then come forward with it within 72 hours from receipt of this correspondence or forever hold your peace. Please note that I have enclosed a self-addressed uh, envelope for your convenience when sending me a copy of your oath of office. As discussed in our September 20th, 2016 business meeting, I'm looking for a certified copy of your constitutionally required Article 6, Clause 3, Oath of Office that you gave your word that you would freely provide for my inspection. I would also like to take this opportunity to point out to you that a judge cannot, according to the Constitution, hear a case when the amount exceeds $20 and you mentioned that the plaintiff is requesting thousands. I would expect a constitutional judge to be informed of that. Furthermore, I would like to say that it was somewhat off-putting that you were not educated on the difference between a jury trial and a trial by jury. I will require you to fully educate yourself on the difference prior to our next scheduled business meeting, as I take this business seriously and will expect you to do so as well. You may want to seek counsel from your superiors, as I must be cautious not to give you legal advice as I am not a legal person. Furthermore, I seek clarification on a couple of issues that require being answered prior to our next business meeting. Number one, is the man with a gun and uniform there to protect me from you or you from me? It is necessary for you to clarify this as you had him strategically placed approximately 15 inches from me, and it caused me to fear for my life when he got upset that my papers touched your desk. If his presence is for my protection, I require him to take an oath to me and to stand with his back to my back, because from experience, that is where I am the most vulnerable. However, if he is there to protect you, I require him to stand beside and slightly behind you and, and your elevated desk, as that would make the most sense strategically. Either way, I require you and the court to instruct him to stand elsewhere, as his close proximity to me feels similar to a threat. And that is not only bad business, but it is most certainly is a display of bad faith and therefore intolerable. Number two, are you an employee of Lubbock County 
or are you an independent contractor? If you're an employee of Lubbock County, you will, you will be familiar with the FSLG Compliance Self-Assessment Form 14581, and I will require you to show that you are in compliance by providing Form SS-8. Form SS-8 is the determination of worker status for purpose of federal employment taxes and income tax withholding, and it can be submitted to the IRS to obtain a determination on whether a particular worker is an independent contractor or an employee of the entity. Elected officials are subject to a degree of control that typically makes them employees under common law. See FSLG Form 14581. Number three, have you registered your, new, your assumed name that you are doing business as? I require you to show that you are in good standing and that you have registered in compliance with the FARA Act as you confessed on September 20th, 2016, you are or were a prosecutor, which is a foreign agent. Lastly, I noticed that you and had Julie, someone of a name. Julie, just, yes. just stop right there for a minute. And, and people that don't understand this court case, that is exactly where she has him right over a barrel because she is the, the registered name holder of his name. Go ahead, Julie. Mm -hmm. We'll explain that in a minute. Go ahead and finish. Yes. Lastly, I noticed that you had a somewhat negative reaction to reading the charges of, quote, making noise. I would like to take this opportunity to point out to you up front and in good faith that at the business meeting on September 20th, you made noise from the time you entered the room and continued well beyond the time that I walked out of the room. I caution you, again, in good faith, that you may be charged for that. I recommend that you consider that as you entertain the idea of participating in the prosecution and persecution of a person accused of making noise. Your participation, while having the ability to stop this ridiculous and frivolous matter, will compel you into being an accessory after the fact. I am sure that you will have a difficult time dealing with this matter without, quote, making noise, as will I in defending my client, Julie K. Embry, while attempting to not be charged with making noise. Once the plaintiff and the prosecutor decide that their presence is due in these meetings, everyone will have to write their words on paper so that no more charges of making noise can be filed. I don't know about you, but my client, Julie K. Embry, has limited funds, and as the asset manager, I must use all caution as to not incur more charges. This will take an abundance of time since we will be writing everything rather than simply talking. So please make sure that you allot a great amount of time as well as bring plenty of paper and ink for each of our encounters. I assure you that in the best interest of my client, Julie K. Embry, I will be very prepared for the time and will bring plenty of supplies to defend my client to the best of my ability. Thank you in advance for your attention to these matters, and I look forward to getting the information requested and required from you prior to our next business meeting. Sincerely, Embry, Julie. And then underneath now, it, it says, yeah. Now underneath it, I do not put a line for me to sign on. And underneath that, it says Embry, Julie, E is capitalized and the J is capitalized. Doing business as, all caps, Julie Embry. An unlicensed lawyer for the defendant, Julie K. Embry, registered name holder and asset manager of the name, Julie K. Embry, an individual registered legal business entity number. And then it, then it shows that there are enclosures. Now, so now um, explain to people that this is a court case and what the court case is yes. about, please. And then we can go in and tell them what you just did with this letter. 
Yeah. Um, so actually, I, I went into court uh, about four months after I woke up and to assist someone, uh, my sister, with a case. And I filed a claim into the case. Um, I had been a, a witness in that case. It's been ongoing for 16 years. And um, I'd, I'd been on the witness stand multiple times. So now I came in uh, known to these people who claim to be attorneys. And um, I come in as co-claimant. We, I file a claim into this case. And uh, I uh, tell them who I am, and I and and I told them, you know, I I actually told them that uh, not only was I the owner of the property being discussed, but that uh, that I was the um, oh, what was the exact words? Um, anyway, I controlled everything registered and unregistered. Uh, to that property as well. So anyway, uh, and I asked, do these people over here, do these men over here have a, have a claim to this property? They instantly knew that I knew, that they knew that I knew, that they knew that I knew, that I wasn't supposed to know, that they knew that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so the gig was up, right? Nobody wanted to answer the question, but a whole bunch of hoping and hollering went on. So I just said, well, do they, do they have a claim filed properly before this court or not? Steam's coming out of every pore on everybody's bodies. And uh, she said something about, uh, um, if you say that again, I'm going to hold you in contempt of court, which at that time I didn't. I didn't realize the significance of what she was saying. Um, so I, I put my hand on my heart and I said, ah, I have no contempt. No contempt for this court. I have no contempt at all. And they're telling me to get back there on the other side of the bar and this, that, and the other. And they're going on and on. And they're talking about uh, she's, she's practicing law without a license. I'm like, I'm practicing law. I'm doing the facts here. Uh, and they told me to get back over there, you know, on the other side of the bar. And anyway, everybody was getting pretty scary, right? And I was thinking, shit, maybe I should go over there. And uh, anyway, so I started uh, handing the, pushing the papers over to my sister and asking her, okay, you got this, you got this. And uh, I didn't move fast enough. And so when I turned around, after I gave her everything, and I turned around, five people with guns standing right behind me, uh, ready to assault me. Gave them 36 law floors. I pointed to my body. I told them it's private property. Do not trespass. <clears throat> so I weighed maybe a little bit more than 125 pounds. It's, you know, it's going to take about half a man to move me, right? And, uh, but they used five. <laughs> and uh, so the whole time, you know, I'm, I'm spewing out a mantra, you know, that I don't contract with you and you're trespassing. Uh, my contract fee is $100,000, uh, such and such a bloody blah. I'll know by your actions if you contract with me. So 
felt like, okay, well, we're in contract. Do as you please. Do as you wish. And uh, next thing I know, instead of being, you know, I'm in handcuffs, and instead of them sitting me over there on the bench, uh, they take off the other direction towards the judge, take me towards the store, and I realized, oh, shit, uh, they mean business. And so before before we walked out of the room, I said, uh, my fee for kidnapping is $1 million. I'll know by your actions if you contract with me. You are kidnapping me. I have it all recorded. Anyway, uh, so uh, when I came out, they had four criminal charges on me. So anyway, so how how we got here is kind of a long story, but um, but when I billed the federal judge, I tied their hands as soon as I came out. But when I billed the judge, the federal judge in Oregon, the bill was so tight, there was nothing they could come at me with. They revived the case in Lubbock. So, anyway. Now, let me tell you the significance. I, I, I know we may be a little bit off subject here, but in reference to me writing letters and dealing with people, you can see the tone. It's, I try, I'm trying to come off as very helpful to the court, okay? Um, very helpful to the judge. Um, I'm holding him to his contract that he made with me. Um, and I have peppered legal things throughout this letter. Very fair, and, and it's not subtle. They're going to recognize these things, and you may not. So just for the sake of, of, of teaching y'all letter writing, uh, Bruce, do you, is there any objection to me kind of going over this letter with them? Are we too off topic? No, no, I think you need to. You started this, so okay. go. Okay, all right. So the first thing I did, let me read you the first paragraph again. Thank you for giving me extra time with you on September 20th. 2016. I just documented a meeting. It's on paper now, okay? The only way that he can say that we didn't have a meeting on the 20th is if he writes back and says, what the hell are you talking about? He's got to rebut it, okay? Now, you know from me reading it to you, I continually called it a business meeting. Why? Because he told us and it's in that recording, you can listen to it. I hope you take this business seriously. <laughs> the courthouse here in Fort Worth, I live between Fort Worth and Dallas. The, the courthouse, you go in the courthouse in Fort Worth, and when you go through the court doors, depending on which, it doesn't matter which courtroom you're going into, they all have a sign. I've got a picture of it somewhere I should... Uh, put back up on Facebook uh, for you guys to see. Uh, it says, to all those doing business here. Hello. It's like right there in front of our faces, the whole thing. You're doing business. So act like you're doing business and tell them, hey, we're just doing business here, okay? So this is, I am recording things. I'm pressing the record, okay? So it says, after conversing with you and reviewing the conversation, I was reminded that you confessed. You see the word confessed? I didn't say that you said. You made a confession to me. He's obligated. It's his job. 
the county pays him to read the paperwork that we submit to the court. So I put in here, I was reminded that you confessed that you had not seen my motion for the bill of particulars. Now this guy, something that I said, because there's a lot of things, um, we're, we're skipping over what was said between he and I, um, but there was a lot of things that were said. They were said very carefully to him. I didn't walk up there and say, hey, you know you're dealing with the sovereign, right? You know I'm your superior, right? And you know that when I tell you to sit and stay, you better sit and stay, right? Okay? No. I'm going to ease him right into this situation. I'm going to give him rope and let him hang himself. Not only that, but this was a very nice guy, by the way. Okay? I have no intentions of crucifying him. Uh, if I can prevent him from being publicly humiliated, I will. Okay? But that being said, if he presses this matter, this frivolous matter, if he does not do what he's paid to do and say this is nonsense and I will not waste the taxpayer's dollars with this, then I'll spare him my wrath. Anyway, okay, so I, remind, I was reminded that you confessed that you had not seen my motion for the bill of particulars. I'm letting him know there, hey, we're going to handle this thing administratively. I need the bill of particulars, please. I'm asking for the bill. In their language, it's called bill of particulars. In my language, at my courthouse, it's called a true and verified bill. Okay? So I'm going to let him know, hey, look, I can read. Okay? I know como esta, como se llama, feliz navidad. I can say a couple of things. We might can get through this if you'll bear with me on the language here. But I'm not stupid. I'm not going to come across stupid. I may be an idiot to your society, meaning a layman and not a member of your society, but I am no fool. Uh, so this presents a major problem for your understanding of this particular case, and we're using the word particular for emphasis. Therefore, it occurred to me that you are operating under presumptions in error. All courts operate in presumptions and their errors, and you must correct their errors. Hey, I'm just here to help you. I don't want you making any mistakes, because you and I both know that you bear liability for any mistakes that you make, and ignorance is no excuse. You know that, right? You guys tell us that all the time. Uh, so it says this correspondence is to serve. He is going to be served with this. This correspondence, and I don't call it a letter because a letter is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. This correspondence is a letter to serve as correction of those errors. <clears throat> what I'm telling him is, is by the time he's finished reading this letter, he will correct those errors. And act accordingly. First, to be clear and to prevent you or the court from making false presumptions, I neither Blah, blah, blah. So now I tell him who I am. Tell him what I'm doing. Get your mind straight. This is business. This is not personal. Okay? So I let him know where he can go and look up this information. Um, it is attached to the motion, so he doesn't have to look far, okay, uh, to find that this is a legitimate business name, okay? And I tell him that it was provided to the court's and I tell him when, and I've sent him a copy, 
of it stamped by the court's clerk. Okay? I feel the need to bring your attention to this fact immediately for you to take notice of to avoid being in error. Take notice of. I have noticed him. Government cannot notice me. A man. I tell my government to take notice. I serve them notice. They don't serve me notice. So as I emphasize to you twice, now I'm pressing the record that I told him twice. He said, what's your date of birth? I said, the date of birth is 12-10-69. Now, he started talking over me when I said the date of birth. He said, your date of birth. He now knows that I know that he knows that I know that he knows that I know what I'm not supposed to know that he knows that he now knows that I know. Get it? That's why he interrupted me when I said the date of birth. He tried to help me. He tried to help me correct my error because he needs me to identify myself as the person. So I said the date of birth. He said your date of birth. So so I tell on here in this letter that I told him twice. Okay. For the and and then I tell him for the record I was born in into my mother. I already explained the significance of that. That was where I was born, was I was born into my mother and delivered from the womb. And then I explained the Julian calendar, which I love because Bruce, uh, not Bruce, uh, Roger, Roger Goddell gave me that. Second, to be clear, is to prevent you, the court, from making false presumptions. This is what Bruce gave me, what six weeks ago, I went ahead and just incorporated this into my letter to him because I'm going to put this on the record. Now, I'm telling him I'm not a volunteer to suffer as surety for the name. That means I will not be going to a cage. I don't care what you guys decide. Uh, so anyway, so then, so then it says, uh, should you have evidence to the contrary, then come forward with it within 72 hours from receipt of this correspondence or forever hold your peace. All my letters, I put them on a 72-hour clock. And then I tell them, or forever hold your peace. Or be in dishonor, default in dishonor, and forever hold your peace. All my... All my notices, all my letters, every letter, it goes out with 72 hours. You have 72 hours to rebut this. That's three days. Three is very significant, and everything cures in three days. Okay, so please note that I've enclosed the envelope. The, uh, and then I reiterate that he said on September 20th, and in the business meeting, I told him I wanted a certified copy of his oath of office of Article 6, Clause 3. He didn't even know what I was talking about. Article 6, Clause 3, Oath. So then I go on to say that, uh, of course, he can't hear a case that's over $20 in value. Uh, then I go on to say, furthermore, I'd like to 
say that it was somewhat off-putting that you're not educated on the difference between a jury trial. I, I told him, I said, I reserve, I reserve my right to trial by jury. And he said, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I said, and I said, and not a jury trial. And he said, what? He didn't know the difference between a jury trial and a trial by jury. I hope you guys do. Uh, I will require you to fully educate yourself Julie, on the difference prior to Julie, yes. go ahead and explain that to people because most people are not going to know the difference. Okay, in legal land, they do things very different. Okay, in, in unicorn land, they have jury trials. That's what you're seeing going on in Oregon and on anybody else's case that you're paying attention to, the jury trial. Um, this is where the judge tells the jury what the law means, what it says, what it means. The uh, judge will tell the attorneys what they can and cannot say, what evidence they can bring in and what they can't what they have to produce and what they can't. That's a jury trial, okay? A trial by jury, the judge doesn't get to determine anything. They just mediate between the two. They say, okay, what's your story? State your claim. And that person states their claim, and then he says, all right, now be quiet. Now you state your claim, okay? It's just like watching Judge Judy, okay? But without the, without the jury, okay? So um, when the judge is instructing the jury, you're in the wrong place. Now, that's fine. That's fine if you're holding business because that would be appropriate for business, okay? But if they're trying you, well, then it's got to be a uh, trial by jury and the judge can't, can't do or say anything, has no say, is, is independent. Of, of the jury, period. He didn't even talk to him. So then I tell him to go educate himself. And I tell him when to do that. That is prior to our next scheduled business meeting. And then, of course, you know, he kept saying, I hope you guys take this seriously. So I feed him his own shit back. As I take this business seriously, <laughs> I will expect you to as well. Now, I'm discharging his words. I'm sending them right back, and I'm going to rub his words very kindly and professionally, just like a pie that I'm going to rub all over his face. And then I tell him, because he was very clear that he could not give us legal advice. So I said, you may want to seek counsel from your superiors. Okay, he's just an employee. He has superiors. As I must be cautious. Now I'm letting him know, I know the rules, sir. I won't be trapped. I must be cautious not to give you legal advice as I am not a legal person. That's critical. What I put in that sentence, the last seven words, is probably the most powerful thing that I put in the letter, as I am not a legal person. anybody see that? Of course, right. you have well, corrected on. your status. <laughs> you have let them myself know. Man. Mm -hmm. I just declared myself man, and I'm not a member of your nonsense society, nor am 
I subject to your statutes and codes. The only way that, you know, the only way that my next-door neighbor's house rules apply to me is if I live in their damn house, and I don't. I have my own law. I have my own jurisdiction. This is furthermore, I seek clarification on a couple of issues that require being answered prior to our next business meeting. Now I'm telling him, you're going to have to give me this information. And I'm also suggesting that I might not come to that next business meeting if you don't produce some answers to my administrative questions here. And so I had a little fun uh, with the guy with the gun. Okay? That, that little, that number one, I threw that in there. I want him to see in a very nice way that I'm bold enough to tell him, hey, you get the jackass with the gun away from me, okay, we're going to have a problem. Okay, now I'm not going to say it like that, but he's going to get the gist. I would be very curious to, to, uh, to walk in there next time and see if he's moved that guy or if he tells him to move, okay? Because I'm not going to stand next to a guy with a gun who is there with the intention of scaring me, okay? And to, and, and to intimidate me with that face he's wearing, okay? I'm not going to tolerate it. This is business. We don't bring biz, we don't bring guns to a business meeting. And it, and if that persists, I'm not going to come back cuz I don't have to go anywhere that my life is in danger. Okay? And furthermore, I'll show up with the gun on the third meeting and when they tell me that I can't come in with it, I will tell them, "Will you tell Mr. Hawker that I'm going to assume that he's canceled our business meeting then?" Because if he's going to have guns, I'm going to have guns. We don't have to put up with this nonsense. Just tell him, okay, fine, I'm just going to sit. You tell him that I'm going to send me canceled this meeting since he's got you down here telling me I can't come in with my property. Um, Toasted, did you need something? Okay, thanks. Go ahead, Julie. Okay, so let me re I'm gonna reread this to you. And this is my nice way of letting him know that I'm not gonna tolerate <coughs> him having somebody standing there next to me with a gun. Not if I can't have mine, you can go stand over there. Okay? So um so I put it in the form of a question. Okay, all three of these points, one, two, and three, are all questions. Is the man with the gun in uniform there to protect me from you or you from me? Question mark. Number two, you skip down. Are you an employee of Lubbock County or are you an independent contractor? Question mark. Number three, have you registered your assumed name that you're doing business as? Okay, I'm proposing these things have to be answered. So then I tell him, hey, uh, you know, this guy was standing approximately 15 inches from me. And it caused me to fear for my life. Why would I use those words? It's critical. I'm setting him up. Right? So that that was just because my papers touched his desk. 
okay? And then I'm going to gently mock them, kindly mock them with, okay, so it's easier to protect me. I want him to take an oath to me and stand with his back to my back because from experience, that is where I'm the most vulnerable. That's where the fives came from, just across the hall. Okay? So then I say, well, if he's there to protect you, then he needs to go over there. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense strategically that he'd be standing by me, 125 pounds, and your desk is elevated up there? Are you kidding? How am I going to get up there? And why would I want to? We're just doing business here. We're just two business people having a business meeting. What in God's name would I want to do to you? I'm hoping I'm going to make money off of you. I know you're hoping to make money off of me. I know you, You Julie. You will. So, uh, I told him it doesn't even make any strategic sense. He's there to protect you. He's on the wrong side of debt. And then I tell him what I require. Either way. Because when I say either way, if he's there to protect me, I still don't want him beside me, okay? I'll hire somebody, okay? I'm not scared of this judge. I'm not scared of nobody. Now, the guy with the gun, I know he's there to scare me, okay? Now, that scares me. It scares me that he got all aggressive because my papers touched that desk. That is a real thing, guys. That's a real thing. My papers touched that wood desk in, in front of me. So anyway, so so here's where I put um, that his proximity to me uh, feels similar to a threat. I want to get that word in there, okay? Threat and, uh, threat and duress. And then I say that is not only bad business. That's a shame on you. But then I put, it is certainly a display of bad faith. Okay, these guys have an honor system, and they have to stay in good faith. And when you call something that they do bad faith, those are very powerful words, okay? They are to remain in good faith at all times. Uh, And then I put, and therefore intolerable, meaning I'm not going to tolerate it. Okay? so. I, this is the warning shot, and you'll get one. Uh, number two, are you an employee? Now, this is packed with things I hope you've heard of before. Uh, the uh, you got to make sure he gets taxed for the money he's making. Yeah, exactly. Well, I need to know that he pays taxes, that he's in good standing. Um, if he's not in good standing then the court's not in good standing. If he's not in good standing, he can't speak. I've got to show him that I'm in good standing. Okay, this attorney over here will make sure that he's not be, that he hasn't been sanctioned and that he's in good standing. Everybody has to have good standing for us to have this meeting. So that would be you too, even though you're sitting. So these, uh, these forms, what's interesting is when you start looking at, at, at law, but take, for example, 18 U.S.C., what they're using against the Bundys, what they use in most of the time in federal cases. You go in there and you, and you get to clicking around, you'll see the notes. Okay, you want to go in and look at the notes, and they're going to tell you right up front who the idiot is that thinks with that law and changed the words. 
and they're going to tell you it, it was an attorney. Okay, well, attorneys don't write laws. You know that. They can't write laws. What are you talking about? That's nonsense. Okay, furthermore, something written on a piece of paper that doesn't have my name on it doesn't have diddle to do with me. Now, if I wanted to have something to do with me, I'll sign it. And now it has everything to do with me. Okay? So what's interesting is that you're going to see that the, the IRS is mentioned in some of those. And you might wonder, what in the heck does the IRS have to do with a federal crime? Who on that? It's a tax, people. It's a tax. Of course the IRS has got their hands in this business. Furthermore, the, uh, the IRS freely, freely admits that the common law is alive and well. Hysterical. Oh, people say, oh, the, this common law, these common law people, they're crazy. Oh, yeah? So is the IRS. The IRS must be crazy, too. Why are you paying them? They freely admit that common law is alive and well. Go look it up. Uh, so then, so then, number three, I ask him, hey, buddy, have you uh, registered that assumed name you're using? Okay, I'm not ready to tell him uh, until I'm ready to tell him that I'm the registered name holder of Mark J. Hawker, okay? And the name he's he, using. The yeah, name he's using, and, you're the registered um, so, people, this is beautiful, and you need to get the importance of this. She went and registered this judge's name. It now belongs to her, and she can administrate for that name, but this guy sitting on the bench cannot administrate for it. Go ahead, Julie. Explain further. I'm going to let that just soak in for a minute. Guys, here's the thing that you have to understand while you think about what, what you were just told is you must be able to think on your feet and create a remedy. If you think for a second, if you, if you think for a second, hey, you know what? I might be sovereign. You'd have to at least have that thought cross your mind to be on this call, Okay. Furthermore, a sovereign creates his own remedy on the spot. Cut that baby in half. No, don't cut the baby in half. Don't cut the baby in half. She can have it. All right, so there we go. You got a problem? Who else has a problem here? I'm going to give you a remedy right now. Everybody with a problem, anybody who has a controversy, come to me. I am the sovereign, and I am smart enough to come up with a remedy to fix whatever your problem is. That's what a sovereign can do. So don't do sovereign things if you can't do sovereign things. Don't claim you're sovereign so his, if you don't know how to act it. That's right. This is my favorite saying in the whole wide world right now, act accordingly. What is it you believe? Then act accordingly. If you're afraid you're going to come get that car, then you believe in mortgages, act accordingly. That means sit down, write that check right now, okay? 
It's that simple. What you believe, act accordingly. So his, so, so the name that he's been using for all his life is now not his. <laughs> now, I have the authority to sign that name to anything I want. And dismiss all of his cases. All of his cases that he's ever done. So if so here here's the thing is is let's say that this guy acts honorably. Okay, he's like, Well <laughs> tells the prosecutor, that's what you get. Look, ha, you got somebody smarter than you. What in God's name are you gonna do with her now? Huh? <laughs> what what are you thinking? Uh, not only that, but I don't know if you read this, but she has motioned the court for you to have a psyche vow. <laughs> Furthermore, she has pointed the finger to you, prosecutor, and accused you of being a sovereign citizen with these frivolous charges. Furthermore, she is asking that I sanction you, that the Bar Association have you sanctioned for your frivolous court-wasting how, how so if he if if he gives me an opportunity to administrate this thing for you guys to witness properly administrating your affairs I'll I'll leave him in one piece and if he doesn't I'm gonna ask him what he's doing sitting on my asset. <laughs> Okay, because the problem is, is that I'm the asset manager of everything registered and unregistered to that name. And that plate on that desk has my name on it. Now, unless he can prove that he's registered it, he just lost everything. And I can send him home and I can ask him, where is your home? Because that one on that that home that you woke up in this morning is registered to the name that I am the asset manager of, that I control. Now, you and I are going to have to sit down and discuss how long I'm going to give you to get out of my house. (laughs) Okay, Julie, I think we've done enough there. Bring on the questions, people. Toasted, did we put the audience asleep or? I I don't know how. Yeah, no, I don't have. May I? Yes, you may. Okay, question. Um, Yeah, hi. I I don't have a question. It's just more of a statement. And I want to be a Julie when I grow up. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Well, well, that, that. Good luck. It, it, I, I will tell you, it's difficult to be me these days. <laughs> but you're, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome to come, and uh, you can ride this ride with me, and uh, we'll, we'll turn you into my protege. <laughs> I'd be happy to have you. <laughs> but you can take it. Let me make something very, very clear to you guys. Don't follow me because I'm following somebody, 
and his name is Jesus. So that's who you keep your eyes on, and that's who you follow, and you'll get to the same place that I got by doing the same thing, okay? So um, anyway, thank you for the, the encouragement. Um, and now, people, if you want to ask a question, you have to hit star, star. And I hear somebody. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yes, this is Paul in Kansas. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, um, is there the uh, uh, executor of the judge's account? That's very interesting. And I, and I just got on a few <laughs> minutes ago. Exactly how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Dilly, I'll leave that uh, well, to you. Well, we we have, you know, like I said earlier, you probably weren't on the call, um, that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Okay? Right. So there, there are ways uh, Bruce and his group have, uh, have uh, a method of, of doing that. Um, I will say, uh, I don't know, I don't know whose method is, is, is better. I don't know if they're equal. Um, I know that mine takes an hour. I know that theirs takes a month. I don't, so theirs may be, you know, um, you know, in, in some things it's, it's prudent to, uh, to be the hare. Uh, sometimes it's prudent to be the, 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 uh, turtle. Um, you know, it, if you'll, do some do some research and, and decide how you want to go about that. But um, uh, there's your a guy. His name is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, well, you you say your method takes one hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, with, could I give you my could I give you my email address and you uh, email me that method? Would you please do that? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. How about that? Okay. Um, so I've, I've been teaching this stuff for, well, since I woke up and, and uh, got through the first five months um, and was able to speak coherently. Um, and uh, so I, I've been teaching these things because they, they uh, you know, they just have come to me. Uh, just like you know, just like with registering this judge's name, I uh, I woke up and I was like, "Holy cow! I'm gonna take that over right now." Um, called Bruce. I was laughing. I was like, "I'm like, dude, you're never gonna believe what I think I'm gonna try. What do you think about this? I I, I think I'm gonna do it." Um. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, Julian, what was my response? Uh, <laughs> hang tight on that a minute while I get you an army yeah. to back you up. <laughs> yeah. So, so the uh, so here's the thing. Somebody that I had helped along the way had uh, some guy. His name is Joseph Douglas. Uh, something. Maybe it's like a Heinrich or something. I'm not. Uh, off the top of my head, I I, I can't give it to you. Um, but anyway, it's something like that. Um, so uh, he figured out the uh, assumed name thing and uh, you know the registering of it that you could do it uh, the the only state that you can do it uh, the way 
the way he proposes, and I agree with, um, is the uh, Minnesota Secretary of State. And uh, so there, it's just like with the passport, you need to fill it out correctly. And um, it's just, it, it, the, I mean, it just, it just does it for you. You can do it in the middle of the night. And um, you print out what you need, and then you take it. Uh, each state has to recognize the other state's paperwork. So you take it to the state where uh, where you documented that it would be the primary uh, county. Um, you go and record it, and you're done. So now, um, like I said earlier in the call, I don't go record things on the land or whatever. So so boom, I'm just I'm just done. I go back in three days and uh, get the certified copy from my county. Uh, some counties will, will do it for you that day. Uh, my county, you've you got to wait a couple of days. And by the way, let me tell you something I learned years and years and years ago. I was, gosh, I was 19 years old when I learned this. Um, I uh, made friends with a couple people in my bank. I didn't have to carry ID and I didn't have to show ID. People knew me and and uh, I got to know my mailman, and and I realized, wow, there's benefits to people knowing you, right? So you go down as a little clerk, whatever. Make sure and leave a good impression, you know. Um, you know, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, if if she has a horrible haircut, I'll, I'll tell her, hey, that's a horrible haircut. I can fix that. You ought to, you ought to swing by and let we can swing some hair and some color in there and you know what you'd look cute with or whatever oh my god you look good in pink um make friends wherever you go it's a it is a huge benefit um so make friends make nice with these people that you want filing stuff for you okay i go in there with <laughs> registered the name ryan bundy she's not gonna bat an eye she's like all right julie so anyway, uh, that's how uh, that's how I uh, uh, found out about the Minnesota Secretary of State. So and then I ran into um, well, maybe that was right after I started talking to you, Bruce. Uh, but anyway, we and we hadn't talked about registering the names. I found out you guys were doing that uh, from somebody else who had called me. So after I had jumped in on a call or something that she'd asked me to do probably after the passport one. But anyway, so look, it's like I was telling y'all earlier. You're going to send me a document to read, get that thing down to one page. I'll, if you just cannot do it, uh, don't don't go past two pages. This, in my mind, and I may be wrong, uh, in my mind, I'm going to go as the bird flies. I'm not going to go wandering through the windy road. I'm just, I'm just going for the bullseye. I am a bull in a china cabinet, okay, and that is not always a good thing, okay. So sometimes I have to rein myself in, uh, which is really nice since Bruce came along, and you know I can I, now I have somebody to bounce ideas off of, whereas before it was just me. That was it. So, uh, anyway. Well, but Julie, um, 
I, I'll have to give you credit, and and you know everybody should pay attention to this, and 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 part of this is is because of Julie's spirit. And for any of you that have heard the the story about me when I got, you know, uh, when they tried to arrest me for impersonating a a federal judge, the the big key to this thing, people, is don't be in fear, okay? And and if you're right with your heavenly Father. I mean, the good book tells us, don't be in fear. And Julie jumps in and does this stuff without fear. And, you know, some I've, I've seen her pull off some amazing things that I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I'd thought of that, you know? And she does it. She just gets these ideas in her head, and then she goes out and actually does them. I yield. Yeah. If I may. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, well, let me, hold on, hold on. We got this one, one gentleman. Yeah, we got this one gentleman that we're trying to answer his question first. Then when he yields the floor, then we'll take questions from other people. So hang tight. Go ahead, are, Julie. Are you, are you referring to me? Yes, we're referring to you, sir. Julie, okay, still getting uh, your well, question. Uh, so. Well, uh, no, I, I really uh, I wanted the wording of the document to... Uh, to be the executor of the judge's name. I, I never did get that part of it. Oh, it's, uh, I'm sorry. No, it's going to walk you right through it. You, no, he wants to know, Julie, what's the name of it? What's he looking for on the website? You're going to go on the uh, Minnesota Secretary of State, Minnesota SOS. Okay, you're going to go to uh, uh, business filing. Go to assumed name. You'll uh, type in the name you want, and it'll tell you if it's available. And then you're going to put your information. Now, you you guys need to understand, if the name looks the same, that is a sole proprietorship, and you do not want that. That is not a good thing, okay? You're registering a an assumed name, which is a doing business as a DBA, okay? You want Explain that a little better, name. Julie, because, now, you know. Now, a sole proprietorship is, is totally different, and you don't want it. But here's the thing. is This is what you're doing business as, this name, and a business is not taxable, okay? So any income comes to the business, to the person, it's not taxable, So now your person is not taxable, and you know as man you're not taxable. You're done. You're done. So the court tries to tax you. Oh, sorry, but I'm not taxable. Okay? So um, it's going to walk you through it. And on where it says, um, where it says first name, you'll put your first name, which is your family name, and you'll put a comma. From there on out... Your last name is, like mine, is Embry Kama. That's my first name. Family comes first. So in the middle field would be Julie, and in last field or the third field, you'll put I would put K. Now let me let me say because off the top of my head I can't walk you through it step by step. I'd be, have to be sitting there at my computer. 
But let me just say that um, the guy that I had helped that brought this this piece of the puzzle to me, um, uh, I told him, I said, look, I'm just going to send everybody to you. You guys can call him up. He sit there at his computer and walk you through it step by step, okay? Throw a little money at him to help him out, um, and he'll be happy as pie to sit there and take you through it step by step, okay? Okay, what, what the, let me get a pen. You say the guy has a number? Yeah, um, let me see. Uh, I tell you what, Bruce, you want to talk for a minute? Let me see if okay. I can get him on. Uh, I know he's got night classes. Uh, I can't give out his phone number and stuff without his permission. Or, or do you want me to just do it next week? Because um, we're in a you different could, time you could do from it. him, too. Yeah. You could do it next week, Julie, and... Um, what okay. you could do is just, um, you know, uh, and, and anybody that needs this, um, you know, sooner than that, you could um, uh, give me a call and, and I'll connect you with Julie and we'll see if we yeah. can do it earlier. But um, for the majority, if it can wait a week, people, then just wait till next week and Julie will give it out next week. Okay? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Can you wait a week? Well, and... and and, and well, the, the, the thing is, is that I can't, I don't have time with everything I'm doing to sit and walk people through uh, uh, the process, but you do want to make dang sure that you do it right, and uh, you're going to pay for it right there online, and uh, he'll be right there with you uh, to make sure you do it right. And, uh, you know, I, I will tell you, um, uh, well, of course, you guys understand can't just uh, go throwing his number out there. Um, but um, as soon as they, you know, as soon as things start hitting the fan with this thing, uh, you know, they, they may shut that down. So you may actually wind up at some point having to do it the long way. But I'm telling you, uh, get your kids done. Get And, and by the way, very smart to put somebody else's name on there who knows what the heck's going on, okay? And everybody is, I'm Embry, comma, Julie, or Julie K. So, uh, I mean, crap, for that matter, you can put my name on there as an additional name holder, okay? But you better have somebody on there that you trust that if they, if, if, if there's any problems, they can come and say, hey, you got my business partner, okay? They can come, come get you, and they have standing. So don't just put your name on there and make dang sure that those names don't look anything alike. Okay, it, the, um, the, okay. the thing is, I have, I have a uh, trial coming up on the 29th of this month, and uh, if it just takes one hour, that's something I could do. Like tomorrow. Yeah. That's why I was in a rush. But, well, okay. but I've already made okay. I'm, I've already I'm gonna make give, I'm, I'm give you my number, okay? But okay. Yeah, here's the thing. Today is what? You're just you're just what, three or four days away from court? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a hard crash court crash course because 
this is one of those things I'm telling you guys, you don't want to do what you don't understand what you're doing, okay? So if I send you in there with paperwork and you go try to pull a stunt, oh, Jesus, help us all, and you'll mess everything (laughs) up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, Um, ma'am. Yeah. So uh, then then it's like, oh, crap. Uh, Now Julie's got to go and what's your name? (laughs) Just in case we see you in the news. <laughs> What's my name? It will be like, oh God, that's our guy. We got to go get him. Yeah. Okay. What What's your court case about? It's uh, well, uh, I was I was uh, traveling in my vehicle. I was stopped. I had my own uh, tags on there, and I did not have insurance, but I did have a so-called driver license. It's good to the end of this year. They left my car on the side of the road, and they took me to jail. For misdemeanor charges, and so I have what for speeding? <clears throat> no, I was not speeding. I, I was just uh, they they knew that I had already sent the city and several other people this uh, copies of files where I was traveling, not driving. I had already done that, and so of course they did want they wanted to prevent me from doing that. So the first time so they let my car My name is Paul H. Middle initial oh. H, Philly, T-I-L-L-E-Y, Kiowa, Kansas. Okay, see, Paul, you just messed up. You just you just messed up. I asked you what's your name. You don't have a name. See, well, you yes, see I, how easy yes, it was? I do. I've, I've already filed a bunch of court documents where I, I am Paul H. Tilly. I'm you, the executor of the all no, caps. No, have you... Okay, have you gone and registered that name as your business? No, I have not done that, but I have sent uh, status affidavits to eight entities saying that I am the executor of the state. I am not surety. I am not subject to statutes and codes. They don't have any presumptions, all of of that good crap, four pages of it. Yeah, but you've done it wrong. (laughs) And that's what Julie's trying to tell you. Here's the thing, you went looking for trouble and you didn't even know you were looking for trouble and guess what, you found it. You put a big old target on your back and what I want you guys to understand is I want you moving stealthily, okay? I want you moving stealthily, stay under the radar, okay? When you go, when, when you go paint a big target on your back, they're going to hit it. You, you set yourself up, sir. Um, that that's the problem is nobody needs to know that Tilly's out on the road. Nobody's business. You stay under the radar while you kill them slowly. Okay? If you don't know how to walk up and find the drug dealer as you take that last step and they don't even see you, you just slice your jugular and keep walking and nobody even saw you. Nobody can even recall you. Don't well, pay I, attention I, to yourself. I understand all that, but I have already sent them $8 million in claims, everybody involved in their departments and everything, and they are all unrebutted claims, and I have entered them into this case. I, have, I am the executor oh, of the... Oh, you build them. Yes, I already sent them yeah. claims for damages for a million dollars each, and it adds up to $8 million to be false arrest and false imprisonment. Okay, all right, so so here's the deal. 
is if we don't see administrating is what they do. I'm asking you guys to administrate, which means you do what they do. Okay, we this you've already seen what everybody who's gone before us. Okay, their plows are still laying there in the common law soil, sir. I'm asking you to switch to administrating, which means you do it their way, and then there's nothing they can do. Say, let, let's say, let's say in that courtroom, they say, what to register uh, Mark J. Hawkner's name? And they're going to say, oh, that's not right. She can't do that. Arrest her. Let's say, ha, I didn't do it. Steve Simons in Minnesota, the Secretary of State, did that. You don't like it? You go talk to him. I did it your way. What can they do now? Tie their hands. Tie their hands behind their back just like they would you. I think I've That's done that. That's the only that, element you missed there. But I, you I don't actually, I guarantee you, I can go and register your name and come back and call you in an hour and tell you I've registered your name. If I may. I yield. Go ahead. This is toasted. It is the bottom of the third hour. I yield. Um, let me give you Julie, my number. Do you, let, Julie, let, do you want to... you call me? Yeah, I want that guy to call me and, and, and um, so that he can give me a little bit more detail. Um, maybe, maybe I can get him ready to, uh, to move administratively. He doesn't have a lot of time. So, yeah, because uh, he's got to register sir, his thing. Yeah. Sir, I'm do you ready. want my number? Yes, ma'am. I'm okay. ready with it's the thing. All right. It's 817-891-1000. Eight, Tell me your tell me uh what you're called. Excuse me? I got the Tilly I, I got the Tilly part. What what are you called? Paul. That's in the Apostle Paul. What's the name you that? want to register? <laughs> Paul, okay. All right, Paul. Listen, if you if you don't reach me, the voicemail's full, um, you're gonna have to just call back. So just call okay. twice in a row, okay? Uh, and then remind me, yeah, and then you're going to have to remind me because I talk to a lot of people, so I'll apologize in advance for that. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do what I can to, uh, uh, get you caught up a little bit and, uh, maybe we can, um, put something into your case that, uh, we can buy you a little time for you to get educated. And yes, um, I will hook you up with. Uh, with Walter, and you you will have your name registered ASAP. Okay. Thank but, you very but, much. Where does, but where I need you to understand. To you? Huh? What is the best time to call you? Uh. Okay, it's ten thirty my time here. What time is it where you're at? I'm in Central Time too. I'm in Kansas. Oh, okay. All right. 
Are you going to call me tomorrow? Yes, ma'am. Okay, if it's tomorrow, if you'll call me uh, later afternoon. Well, about 3? Three. 3 o'clock. That, that's a price. And if I'm right in the middle of something, uh, um, I will... Um, I'll let you know, and I'll tell you, hey, give me this this time. And, um, okay. I will, uh, I will be and, calling and then we'll, we'll get you. Okay. I will be calling you from a 620 area code. Okay. I'll try to remember well, that. It's a cell phone, but it's 620-409. Oh, you know what? If you, well, uh, if you. If you, since it's a cell phone, if you'll text me, hey, this is Paul, I'm supposed to call you at 3, I'll text you right back or I'll pick up the phone and call you. So if, okay. you, if you happen to catch me at a at, at the perfect time, um, I'll, I will, uh, I'll hit dial and I'll call you. If not, okay. I'll send you a text message back telling you how long it'll be before I can call you. Okay, thank okay. you very much. And I yield. Thank you very you much. You bet. You bet. I'm happy to help. Oh, this is Cheryl Dean. May I? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, this is a quick question. My first name is hyphenated, and the first letter of each name is, is capitalized, but my first name is hyphenated. Now, is that how I would put it down for a first name? I mean, that's what's you put on the it, I, I don't know if it'll reject it for a hyphen. I doubt it will. Um, it will reject it? You pick what you want to be called. You pick what you want to be called. Only persons have names. Okay, then, then I'm called... So then how, how would it be that I'm called? Hello? How would it be? Your, your okay, question so was... See, my first name is, is Charles Dean. It's Charles and then a hyphen and then a Dean with an E on the end. And the C and the D are capitalized. And it gives me lots of problems sometimes, oh. but... Oh, and I okay. have no middle name. Well, I, I have no middle name. Oh, okay. Well, separate them. Just make one first name I and one middle them. name? Uh, yeah, I just put the family name with a comma as my first. And then I put for the second uh, box, I would put show. And then the third box, I'd put Dean. So treat the dean like a middle name. If you want. Or leave it blank. Put it all in one box. It's your choice. It, you are who you say you are. If you want to put on there, we the people, put we the people on there. It, it does not matter. You're whatever you say you are. Okay. I'll have to think on that. What I want to do. Okay, thank you very much, <laughs> I yield. 
Yes. If I may. Okay. You may. Go ahead. Hey, yes, uh, I have a announcement from our family. Well, we're expecting another one. And uh, definitely mm. join us for tomorrow's show with that Johnston. I yield. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Um, do we have... Uh, will this... Will this uh will this new uh uh bean have a birth certificate? And no a ma'am. We're we're not contracting with the birth certificate office. Okay. I uh uh I know a lot of people are are uh uh going that route. Um I hope that well thought out and planned. Do do you have others like that? No, this will be our first like that. This will be our second, though. Oh, okay, okay, all right. the The person having the birth certificate uh, is what sets up the credit and. enables you to purchase a home, land, and vehicle. Um, so um, I, I would just, I'm just making sure that you, uh, you know, that that's an educated decision that you took time in, in considering. But congratulations on the new one. We're happy to have it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I... It'll be born awake. Yep. <laughs> That's it, what's great. Yes, it yeah. will. Yes, it will. Yeah. And uh, yeah. um, I I have a niece that's five, and I have taught her how to contract and how to stay out of contract. But it's up to her when she contracts and when she doesn't. And it's the most darling thing uh, listening to her because she's like a little mini-me. Yeah, I mean, it is something else. Nobody's going to get the best of that one, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but she has a trust fund uh, that is at the Treasury, and it will pay for any uh, college that she wants to go to, and she'll never pay a dime. My children will never pay a dime on on uh, student loans and, and uh, things of that nature. But that's because... They hold the bond uh, of the uh, state. Uh, is there any other questions? Yes, this is Charlene again. May I? Yes. So, how do you access these funds that you keep talking about that you don't? You access it every time that you put pen to paper uh, when you purchase something at Best Buy, at Dillard's, at the Chevrolet, at the bank. And actually, every time you file anything into court. You're accessing it. All you have to do is claim the asset. And, and that's what's hysterical. 
is that they're all under your control after you register the name. Now, when you write, when you say register the name, that's that assumed name that you're talking about. Yes, all names are assumed. Every so name go, is an assumed name. So when you go through the Minnesota thing and get your DBA, then you can just go and buy something under that name, and then you don't have to pay for it. It's got so to I'm be not, a method. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting a DBA. I'm registering an assumed name that I will use to do business as. And, and, and what I'm pointing out to you guys right now is that you can go and you can register a name, okay, and not know how to use it and not know what you're doing, and you'll have grief. You, you guys have got to learn how to um, administrate or you could be causing yourself problems. You've got, I highly recommend you guys go listen to, to my recordings on administrating. You can go into my Skype room. You can, you can contact me on Skype. Uh, I don't have it's, Skype. Uh, Julie Embry. I'm wearing, I just changed the picture. I'm wearing a uh, blue and white shirt. The picture was taken five months ago probably, short dark hair. Um, I think it's julie.woods.0804. Uh, um, once you find me, send, send me a, a deal to request whatever they call it on Skype. I don't think it's friends or I don't know what it is. Um, and in that message, just put, please put me in the administrative room. And when I go on Skype, I'll just accept it. I'll know that you're somebody who, I don't just, some people use that. They just, I get some weird requests. And I, I don't know how they, these people found me, and it has nothing to do with anything, you know, about me. So uh, just put in there, please. Put me in the administrative room. Uh, I've got people in there to help you. They will direct you to recordings that you can listen to. You can learn how to administrate. Um, there's people in there that, you know, that, that can help you. Um, there's, they've uh, set up, because the room was getting kind of out of hand, and I was in Oregon. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't stay on top of the room as well as I was before I went there and stayed there so long. So I had the moderator really tighten down the rules in the room. So as long as you're discussing administrative stuff, they, the moderator won't delete your, your comments and your posts. Um, if you're asking for help, you're good. Um, somebody will step up and help you. Um, they created another room that is similar to that one, but it's just for posting documents. I'm not in that room because I don't have time to pay attention to that room. There's another room that's associated with, with it that's just for chatting back and forth between you guys, that's probably, a, that's, that's probably where you'll get the most help. But if you go in the administrative room, they're going to um, 
they'll connect you to these recordings and you'll learn some administrating uh, tools. And then you'll have those other two rooms um, that'll be a big benefit to you as well. And there's some common law stuff in there that, that you've got some, you know, um, common law people in there and some really good common law people in there. And um, but the focus is on administrating. But that's, okay, are there, is there any other sources? In Europe. Are there um, any other sources? You can go on TalkShoe. Okay, because well, I don't know the first thing about Skype. Well, I know. Is this a, well, a website? What, um, it takes... It, 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 it takes just a few minutes to figure it out, honestly. Um, can somebody step up and help her with Skype? Is anybody on the call that's on Skype? What, um, yeah, hi, I mean, Geraldine. It's on, it's I, on the, I, okay, good. If, if I believe you're in California, Southern California, I'm also in Southern California, and I can well, give you I'm my phone number. in the yet. middle. Yeah, oh, kind of in the okay. middle, but that's okay. Yes. I, I can definitely help you. Are you in, like, the Los oh. Angeles area? No, I'm up in Bishop. Oh, okay. Um, you know, well, I, I can definitely help you, you with that. With I, I can help her. I can, I'll help you. Okay, because I've, I've got to learn this stuff. Yeah, you want my number? Yeah, let me get. Let me just get a pen and I'll, I'll write it down. Okay, I'm ready, honey. <laughs> of course, we have to help each other. Yes. I didn't grow up with computers, and and so it's. I'm still kind of in the woods with a lot of this stuff. Okay, Sheldon, what is your number? It's seven six zero. Okay. Eight seven three. Seven two six nine, and that's the landline. If I may. Okay. What is, what is your name? Oh, sorry. Uh, this is Toasted. I want to remind everybody that uh, the potential for a thousand people to watch the future recording on this will also hear your numbers. Keep that in mind, and I. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, we can't delete it now. It's done, huh? But I have it, so we don't need to repeat it. <laughs> okay. And what is your name? Well, it's Michelle Everybody's going to want your number. <laughs> what? I think you'll be all right. I think you'll okay, be all I'm, right. <laughs> okay. And, and what is your name? Michelle. Okay. Yeah, and people, I don't, I don't worry about that too much. My my name has been all over the um, internet for many many years now. Um, I do end up on the phone all the time, but you know, it's all helping people, so I don't mind that. But you know, I'm Julie and I are, are not afraid to give out our numbers, and of course we do. So, um, do we have anyone else with questions? Anyone else with questions? Going once. Going twice. 
Okay, that's, <laughs> you are, you are. Okay, that that wraps up another Sunday night call. Now next Sunday night we'll have Julie back with us, and and Julie, I still think that you know I know you love like your whiteboards and stuff, but I really think what you really should do is start explaining to people, you know, how to administrate and start right from Genesis, and skip the whiteboards. You can do this, and I can help you do it. So I'm going to encourage you with that. And yeah. maybe it'll well, take I, us three or four shows to do it or however long, but let's just try to teach people. It's part of well, getting out of the matrix, and it's an important part. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. The, you bet. Um, what, I, what I had wanted to do was to get a group of awake people um, and just do it in person with them and then just put the video out there and just be like, there you go, guys. You know, we have wants in one hand and what falls in the other hand. And sometimes we just have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, um, and, and, and I originally didn't want anybody recording me. People would ask me, can I record this? I'd be like, no. No, you can't record this. And uh, then somebody did record me, and it was a Skype call. I had just gotten on Skype, and um, about 30 minutes later, I walked by my computer, and they were still carrying on a conversation. So I looked at it, and they're like, I got it. I got got it all. I got the whole recording. I was like, no, you didn't. And and then they were like, I'm going to send this recording to so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was thinking, well, oh, well, what's done is done. And then I was asked to do another one. And that, all of a sudden, I saw I, I saw the prudence in it, whereas before yeah, I was it's like, how we teach It's you know, how we teach people. Yeah. And, you know, everybody well, can't so much sit more down. Effective. Right. Everybody can't sit yeah. down and, and watch the video. And I know you may want to do it that way, but... You know, I think it's important to get the information out there. So if I can yeah. get you to consider that, we'll we'll talk further um, in the week. Yeah. Um, well, and I, thank I you. keep saying I'm going to do it as soon as the Bundy phase of my life is over. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not over yet. So we still have yeah. a lot to do there. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you all people for joining the call tonight. Um, Julie, if you need to talk to me, you can just, um, did I dump you in? I dumped you in. So you can yeah, just you hang tight a second. And, hey, um, I didn't even we'll, get knocked off, not one time. No, we can go ahead and drop this call. <laughs> so good night, all. Hold on, Julie. Good night, okay. and this is Toasted with Revolution News and Information, and that was part 13 of Exit the Matrix with your host, Judge Juset. And with that, this is Toasted signing off. Thank you all. Uh, be blessed, and have a good evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.